Straw Hut Media. I really like this Old Navy commercial. So, got new jeans, got new feet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> whenever it comes on, it makes me dance. It's just like a happy commercial. From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. How are you, Ryan? I'm good. <laughs> great. Okay, great. Um, today we're going to be talking to spiritual medium Erica Gabriel. She's quite famous, and I'm quite scared. Wait, why are you scared? I am afraid of these people. <laughs> I just I get I get afraid of people that can talk to dead people. Yeah, I mean that's I, get I mean that. it just I, because I know they're I know that it's real. That's yeah. my whole thing. Yeah. Like I know it's real. I don't have any qualms or think that it's not real. It just scares the shit out of me. Have you ever seen a ghost? Um, I. It's a long story. And well, you can watch me. it on Ghost Stories. <laughs> oh, okay. Dang it. Yes. Um, it's, it was a shadow. Yeah. It's a long story. It was, a sh- it was just a shadow. No. I, it was, yes. It wasn't like a, I, I haven't seen like a person yeah. that I could put my hand through because they weren't real. Mm. But there was a, a good ghost watching over me in my house. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I had a I good mean, ghost. I mean, it's still kind of creepy. It was super creepy. Yeah. My mom used to tell me that she used to be able to see at this old, old house that we had like a little boy that always used to kind of just sit at the end of don't the like bed, it don't <laughs> like of her it. bed and she found out later that families died there or something yeah, no, you know and it's just like oh gosh i would have had to move <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> well let's get her on the phone um and see if she scares me okay hello erica hello brandy <laughs> beautiful voice i like it how are you doing i'm so good it's nice to talk to you thank you for calling me oh my gosh i'm so excited to talk to you i, I was a little nervous at first because i thought we were going to do a reading and i i don't know why i get very nervous and that's, then Ryan's like, don't worry, I'm not going to read you. Well, that's so normal. I've got, I mean, when I get readings, I get nervous because you feel like so vulnerable. You're like, what is this person going to tell me? Like, I'm in. I want to know what they have to say. So it, it is nerve wracking sometimes before you get read. I and totally also get that. When, yeah, but when somebody says something, I feel like I make it happen. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, if once it's in my head, <laughs> I manifest it. And I'm like, see, she said it. It's happening. It's right. what's happening. Right. So it's kind of like, is this happening because they said it or is it happening because it's happening? Cause right. Because I'm making it happen because they said it. Yeah. Right. So you kind of, it, it like mind Fs with you a little bit when you get reading. A hundred million percent. <laughs> it, you I know, don't, yeah. It's so crazy because people sometimes get really frustrated if certain things don't come up in readings. You know what I mean? Like I'll read for someone and they're like, why didn't you talk about this or that? Or, you know, if they maybe are frustrated that something didn't come up. And the, the way that I read is like the person is so protected. 
in readings with me that they will only hear messages that will serve them. Not not saying you should get a reading or anything, but just with the very thing you're talking about is like, I really think people are protected when I read for them and they only hear messages that will really help them not mess with their destiny or scare the shit out of them. You know what I yeah, mean? And I think that's exactly. So I feel like I already can tell by your voice that I would be safe with you, mm-hmm. but I, I do feel like, oh my gosh, what am I going to hear that's going to ruin my life. I guess Mm. I'm seeing the glass half empty. (laughs) I totally hear that. And I think, and that's the thing, like, unless there's something in you that's just like, wow, I really, really want to connect in that specific way. You know what I mean? Then, then, then you shouldn't get a reading. You know, I think readings are really, if you're wanting to connect in that way, just like, like, not that readings are therapy, but like therapy, like, if you don't want to go to a therapy session, like you shouldn't go to one because it is going to be really <laughs> fucking uncomfortable. You know what I exactly. mean? Yes. Uh, no, I feel I have a therapist and I think that he kind of lives vicariously through me because I tell him the craziest shit. He's like, this is real. <laughs> I'm like, this is my life, dude. And then sometimes I get embarrassed because it's a dude. And I'm like, I, do you really want to hear this? And he's like, yes. And then I'll tell him and he just looks at me like, wow, you're insane. And, and he's like, gives me all the good drugs. So <laughs> that's so funny. I had a therapist a few years ago and I sat down with her and I was like, hey, so I know this is like crossing the line, but I have two questions. I have two things to ask you before I can agree for you, my therapist. She's like, okay. I'm like, so number one, I talk to dead people. So if you think I'm <laughs> schizophrenic, this relationship isn't going to work out. And she was like, okay. And I was like, number two, I need to know who you voted for. Oh, so important. So important. And she did. She told me she didn't think I was schizophrenic. And um, she told me she voted for. So it worked out well. (laughs) A lot of people won't tell you who they vote for. They think it's like some, oh, it's I I can't. I don't talk about that politics. I'm like, no, you don't understand. We are not going on a date if you voted for Trump. So (laughs) literally, you have to tell me or we're out. No, it is. It, it says a lot about someone's character, I really believe. Mm. Um, and also the bank account, because I know a lot of rich people that voted for him just because of the tax breaks. And I right. was like, you guys suck. But, you know, it is. It's so important. It's so important. I read this interesting thing that said um, not everyone that voted for Trump or will vote for Trump is racist, but they are saying that racism isn't a deal breaker for them. <laughs> Wow. That's all I have to say. Um, just, my son yeah, yep. it, my son came upstairs this morning and he goes, you know that Trump is getting the Nobel Peace Prize? And I, I thought he was joking. But I'm like, you're lying. He's like, mom, I'm not lying. And they, my kids are definitely Democrats. They wrote fuck Trump on their foreheads and went to school. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I know you're my children, but let's not do that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I was like, oh, this, it is it, the politics right now. It's a personal situation. And have you had anyone that you've read that is like completely like Republican or like you just, you're like, oh, I don't like you. You know what I have? And that it's so, it's so weird, Brandy, because I've read for all kinds of people and even people that uh, just all kinds of situations. And it's like when I actually go into a sacred space with someone and open my heart up, it's like, I still feel so, so much love for that person. And I know that sounds like maybe I'm just saying that, or it sounds cheesy or super woohoo, but the connection when I go in to read for someone, it's all heart. It's all heart and spirit loves them and God loves them. And that's kind of what I'm bringing through in readings. So 
in the reading, I don't feel any anger or animosity at all. It's like I, you're kind of out of body, out of body, like you're in you're in something else. In something else that really doesn't have to do with Trump or it has to do right. with, with politics, you know? And I think that it could be easy to say, oh, you know, it, it transcends all that, but it kind of does, you know? And, and people are doing the best they can and everybody's here for a reason and everyone's trying to find their way and everyone has a different path, you know? We, we're not all the same. So when mm-hmm. I'm reading for someone, I open my heart to them and what I feel for them is love. And even if someone is, you know, um, (laughs) has different ideas or, you know, I've had people get really aggressive with me. I've had all kinds of weird things. And it's like, it's cool. I still love you for now. When we hang on the phone, I'm Erica again. And I'm like, damn, that was weird. But um, in the moment when I'm with spirit, I do not feel that any of that negativity. I think connecting with spirit and connecting with someone in a sacred way like that, um, it's, it's all love. It's all love. Well, so that's my other question. So you can actually do readings over the phone. Yeah, I do. I read for people all over the world over the phone. Um, oh. Yeah. It's because I'm not like reading your palm. I'm not reading your fortune. You know what I mean? I'm not like reading your aura or anything like that or, or what you you look like. I actually kind of elevate my energy and connect with that person's higher vibration energy in a sacred space. So it really doesn't, I don't need to see you to read for you. Oh, I I was was curious about that. Yeah. I have to have your permission. You know what I mean? I have to have, I have (laughs) to have your permission. Yes. I have to have you on the phone. I have to have your permission and your willingness. And, and then I kind of surround us in a sacred space and what comes through is what is of highest good for that person. Wow. So how did you realize that this was, you know, some like the gift that you had and, you know, it said that you knew when you were a child, how did you know? So when I was a kid, I had a lot of experiences where I was like, oh, that's what you look like this time. It was so weird. Like I had super, it was very conscious that I didn't always look like this. And I, I knew I had been here before and that I was someone completely new right now. So there was a lot of this past life connection. And then when I was about six or seven, I moved to a new house with my mom and my stepdad. And I started seeing a little boy around the house. <laughs> and yeah, so, no, I was so I slept on my parents floor till I was like 12 or 13. And then like, I wanted to sneak out and like smoke cigarettes and hang out with boys. So like I stopped, nice. but like, um, but like I, um, yeah, I started seeing a little boy around the house and kind of started to talk to my parents about it. And they found out from a neighbor that a little boy had drowned on the property. Ugh. And so, yeah, it was just, I always felt people around me watching me. I was super scared to look in the mirror because I thought I was going to see people behind me. So there's just a lot of fear. And I think I was just connecting with hauntings at that point. Now I know there's so much more to the spirit world than hauntings. There's, you know, there's so much better stuff, you know, go move past the hauntings guys. Cause there's so much to you or was it just like you would see them? It, I would see them and I would feel them. I could Mm -hmm. feel, I would get chills. I would feel them. There would be, it was an energy. It's kind of like if you closed your eyes right now and someone walked in the room silently, you would still know someone just walked in the room. You know, yeah. Especially if it's Mason or Drake because they smell so bad. I'm kidding. Those are my children. They don't. How old showers. are they? How old are they? Seventeen and thirteen. Oh I'm my! Just, you have nope. teenagers. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh! You have teenagers. 
Yeah, they're wow. awesome. They're actually, they're really sweet kids. They're just dirty. But no, I like <laughs> I have a fear. So I sat down with a medium and I had a panic attack because he, it was so dead on and 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 it wasn't anything negative or bad at all. He just said, oh, you know, Ed popped in to say hi. And my accountant, Ed, had just died. And no one knew this. It's not like something you can Google. But, and he was very special to me. Now that sounds weird. Um, but he was he was just like this really sweet old guy with his oxygen machine and he loved housewives yeah. and he, like we just always were he totally did my taxes for free. He just took care of me in a lot of weird mm. ways. So I was very bummed, you know, obviously upset when he died, but I didn't say it to anyone. And, you know, you know, I, I was like kind of going into it, going, I believe that, you know, obviously I feel like there are we're not on this earth for just one time. We have other lives. I, I believe in the other side, but it it frightens me a little bit. Um, but when he said that, I had I just I went into a panic attack. Mm, it made I, you feel and uncomfortable. It was negative, yeah. I guess. Like what scared you in that? You were like, oh my God, why do you know that? Like, did the person who was reading you freak you out that he knew that? Were you scared that Ed was watching you? What did you feel? You know what I think, you know, I always have said, yeah, of course there's the other side, but like getting confirmation of it yeah, yeah, with yeah. such like specifics, yeah. I was like, okay, now I, I, it was just all of a sudden that like, it, it was just really real. I totally get that. When I very first started reading, um, I, I went into like a dark night, like mm-hmm. I freaked out. I went into a dark night and I was really... I was freaked out. So I do, I, I, re, that resonates with me. I connect with that, with what you're saying. I really did. I felt like everything that I knew and everything that I believed wasn't really real. And it can feel really disorienting. Oh, I was, I was really bad for a week. I went in to do my podcast. I had another, I was having panic attacks constantly. I was just thinking about everyone that I knew that was dead. That, like, what are they thinking? What are they doing? What are they, it was just, um, like I said, I believed in it prior. It was just very, it, just, it was it was life changing, and I don't want to ever have that week again. Yeah, <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like, it, it made you question. It made you question everything. It felt super disorienting, scary, right? Yeah. It's you know, it's so interesting you're saying that because that's kind of like like what I was saying when I was a kid. It was like, holy shit, I feel people around me. I can see them. I can hear them. It felt so. I was just afraid. There wasn't anything else. Right. Right. And then, I mean, without telling you my whole life story, went on, you know, a long, uh, winding spiritual journey. Right. And then finally came to mediumship. And when I allowed myself to truly let that in, like I said, there was, it was harrowing and scary and dark night. But then I realized there is other stuff on the other side of fear, there's something else on the other side of fear that gives you meaning and purpose and actually makes you feel great to be on, on the earth plane, you know, and not afraid. But I think fear is like a gateway, you know, and if you can move through that, you're like, Oh, there's so much more. And that was the same thing when I moved through haunting and fear and all that, it was like, Oh my gosh, there's so much more and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And Oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be here. It doesn't mean life doesn't freaking suck sometimes. You know what oh, I mean? I mean? Well, welcome to 20 fucking 20. I mean, it's <laughs> like every day there's some, I'm like, Oh, fires. Of course there's fires. Oh, it's yeah. like, I, I, you can't even shock me at this point because it's like every horrible thing that could happen is happening. 
And in the beginning, I was a disaster. I was like, I couldn't get out of bed. I had Xanax, like literally breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I thought I just wanted to be a grandma. I want to see my kids grow up and get married. I just thought the world was ending. And I was operating completely out of fear at all times. And well, I've gotten a little better, but I still have my moments. It's so interesting. People ask me that a lot. Like, are these end days? Are these end times? Is this what they've been talking about? You know what I mean? It's such a biblical shit. Totally. And I'm like, you know what? Not at all. This is so not end times. This is when like, if you have a light, if you have a purpose, if you have something you want to do, you know, if you have any light in you, you got to shine that shit so bright because no one's getting out of here. Like the world is not coming to an end. We have to keep going. Yeah. We have to keep going in 2020. Like when you get your eyes checked, they're like, oh, 2020 vision. You can see clearly. And it seems mm-hmm. so crazy because here we are in 2020 and we all have been just like given this huge mirror. Here's where we are. You know what A I mean? A big fucking reality check. It's, I That's feel right. like it's, you know, God or whatever you believe in. It's a way for him to say or whoever to say, hold on. You all need to like look at where we are. Like, because we were just like in a rat race. We were moving forward mm-hmm. and no one was really appreciating what, what, what was around us, the climate change, what was going on with Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't care. Mm-hmm. We were just, I just feel like we were in a hamster wheel going through life. And, and I feel like this is God's way or whoever's you believe in mm-hmm. of saying, okay, if you, okay, you have to be able to be okay with being alone with yourself. And there's so many people mm-hmm. that, aren't that all of a sudden are like, Oh, I'm alone with myself and I'm not okay. And it's just, I think it was just a a giant reality check for all of us to be like, appreciate the people around us, appreciate the time we have here. I don't know. It took me a while to get to this place, but I really think a lot of people, um, I don't tell me what you think. I don't know. I love it. Like, I I so agree with what you're saying. Like, I feel that I want to tell like basically everyone I meet is like, you chose to be here right now. You are that powerful. Like, I think sometimes we have this idea that we're just at the whim of some like big man that's telling us what to do, you know, and it, and it's not. We're all part of that big man, if you want to think of it in that way. Like, yeah, no, God, sure. God, God is us. God is yeah. in every single one of us. And so we chose to be here right now, meaning you have it in you to move through this time and to elevate and to rise up and to look at yourself, right? We're supposed to be here. And I also think that like... I sometimes I joke, I feel like it's like alternate reality engaged. Good luck, 2020 people. Like, I feel like we are being fast tracked as well. And yeah, this fast tracked us, right? People are getting divorced, right? (laughs) People are moving. People are quitting jobs. People are finding new professions. Like maybe something that would have taken 10 years has now taken, you know, three months. It's we're being fast tracked. It's like get there faster. Um, and I get a little worried sometimes talking about that as well, because I understand there are people literally have lost their jobs. They can't afford mm-hmm. food. They are getting kicked out of their homes. There's horrible things happening. And I don't want to make it sound like I don't see that as well. I'm talking about, you know, listen, you're still in your house. You're still working. Like you, uh, you meaning us people, right. Of anyone needs to shine as bright as we can because we need you, you know, don't give up, shine your light, right. As much as you can. No, I I agree with you. And I think that, 
you know, too, it's, I, I have a lot of, I have, I know a couple people, not, I wouldn't say more of acquaintances that have taken their lives during this time. Mm. And it, it really hit me because I'm just like the, the need for human interaction is so real and so important but at the same time, we still have to be able to be alone and be okay. And, you know, when I have my kids here, I'm the happiest person on the planet. And they go to their dads. I get a little bit dark. You know, I, I, I am not as positive. But I, I feel like this is the time that we're all going to have to be like, make it or break it. Like, this is us. We have to show our, our, our the strength that we have, everything, like all of our strength in order to get through this yeah. and to change. We have to change this world. The world that we're living in is a, what was a fucking shit show with, you know, Trump and not moving forward with all these racism things that we are now with COVID. All of this was like the perfect storm to fucking make change happen finally. Yeah. I and, so agree. I so yeah. and 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 be grateful, right? Like mm-hmm. I remember the first time I hugged my sister because we joined a quarantine pod together, like with my family or whatever. And like I just hugged her. We're just dying laughing. So happy just to hug. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like gratitude is the thing that's gonna kind of save us all, right? Well, yeah, because, it, I mean, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean no, to interrupt please. You, but, like, no, you didn't at all. Please. We take her, I mean, I was taking my family for granted. Yeah, I called them every once in a while, like, hey, checking in, love you, mean it, bye. I really, you know what I mean? Like, was just living my life. And we were all doing the same thing. We all were just, you know, I have a brother, a sister, parents, and it really brought us all so much closer. Now we have group texts and we have talks and Mm. we do have some fighting stuff, but I'm appreciating the fact that I'm in contact with them so much more, I really was just trying to pay the bills, you know, get ahead and, you know, do what I could for my kids. And I, I took my family for granted. And now I, I don't take any interaction for granted. Mm, that makes so much sense. And and yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's all about that gratitude, looking at what we have, being in gratitude, trying to put ourselves in the moment. And that's the thing, like with this time, it, there is so much out of our control. And the more we try and project ourselves in the future or project ourselves in the past, right? So like I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, she would have, you know, my daughter would have been getting on the bus right now, you mm-hmm. know, living in the past. And that's when I start to freak out. I think about the past or I think about the future. And the message my guides keep saying is take a deep breath, ground down, get yourself in the present moment. And like you were talking about feeling anxious or or upset Mm -hmm. or overwhelmed, right? It's like when we have anxiety, it's because we are projecting ourselves somewhere else and our body starts to freak out. Our body's like, where are you? I don't know where you are, right? So getting yourself in the moment, in the present moment, getting into your gratitudes, dropping into your gratitudes, that will immediately drop you down and drop you back into your body. And I feel like 2020 is doing that. You know, it's like, go home and be grateful, you assholes. (laughs) Well, do you have any tips for my, I have a friend who's always positive and sometimes I want to murder him because he's always positive, but he's like, write down three things you're grateful for. And I'm like, oh, Oh, I don't want to do it. But do you have any tips to help calm anxiety, to change the anxiety into something more positive? Absolutely. Like, I mean, there's different phases of anxiety, right? So if you're really freaking out, right, where you've kind of crossed to that point of no return, right, you're not like in control of it. I tell people, go outside, take off your shoes and go put your feet in the grass. Get away from Wi-Fi, get away from the TV, get away from your phone, get away from anything technical, technological shit. 
technical. <laughs> don't have to oh, I don't. I can't speak. Um, anything technical, right? Okay, whatever. Any technology. Thank you. Yeah. Woo. Woo. We got it. Okay, thank you. Um, to get away from technology. Go outside. Put your feet in the grass. Put your feet in the dirt. Just take some deep breaths. Get yourself from fresh air. Get yourself in your body. And what you can do is. Imagine, I imagine a beautiful purple healing ball that kind of starts to bounce up my body. So it starts at my toes and then my ankles and then my calves and it kind of bounces up my body. I try and get my mind, my body and my spirit all in one place at the same time. So that's something you can do just if you're having a huge physical reaction, right? Yeah. Um, And in terms of anxiety, you know, just like I said, is getting yourself in the present moment. And finding what it is for you that will drop you from that mental chaos, from your head to your heart. That's where you're going to calm your anxiety. And you have to find what it is for you, right? So like some people go for a run. Some people do yoga. Some people listen to a relaxation tape. Some people wake up and start going through their gratitudes. You have to find what works for you, you know? Like I wake up every single morning on the wrong side of the bed. (laughs) I'm so grouchy (laughs) in the morning. I like wake up. I'm like, damn it, this again. Like Uh I'm like just like a grouchy person. But I have tools that I use every single day that I use to to write myself because you can't just go walking around in a terrible mood and then you're rude to your you know family or then you're rude to people out on the street or whatever. Right. You know, we have to be responsible for our own energetic fields. It's super, super important. We're all connected. It's like a symphony. If your note is out of whack, the whole thing starts to sound weird. You know what? I, I fully, I agree. It's nice to hear you say that. You put it so elegantly. I eloquently, like, I don't know. Hello, we're having <laughs> issues with words today. Um, no, but it, it's, I, I always have this feeling that like you get back in life what you put out there. So mm-hmm. if you're going to be an asshole, you're going to get people being an asshole back to you. Mm. And so I try to do the right thing as as much as possible, especially I want to show my kids how to do the right thing. Mm. And when I'm with them, I really want them to see like, you know, you say you please, you say thank you. You if somebody, you know, is old and they need to help, you help them. You know, you do the right thing. And I'm just a firm believer that it comes back to you. And I I feel like I don't know. I feel like I always look up. I know it's weird, but I feel like all the dead people are watching me. (laughs) And that's why they keep me in check. I'm like, don't, you better not litter. Pick that up, lady. (laughs) You know what? I think, I think that's your intuition. (laughs) Like, I think that's your inner voice. I truly do. I think it's your inner voice telling you, you know, like, but, but what's so cool is like, that probably is your ancestors that that is your guides. Like people always ask me, like, how do I connect with my own, you know, people who've crossed over? How do I connect on my own to my spirit guides? It's like, you're probably already doing it. It's called your intuition. That's where they meet you. They meet you in your inner voice. You know, when something is weird, you know what I mean? And, and if you look back, you know, hindsight is always 2020, like pun intended, right? You always know, your gut always knows. And that's where your people are meeting you. That's where your guides are meeting you. That's where your loved ones are meeting you. Um, and, and now I always say, listen to your gut. Like I, when you have that intuition, it's like, I, I feel like it's stronger than anything. And regardless of what's in front of you or the, you know, what the proof or whatever you people think is trust your gut. I really believe that if I had trusted my gut, through the years, which I didn't, my life would have been very different, but I I would not change a thing. I just wish 
looking back, you know, like you said, hindsight's pretty funny, but um, yeah, like trust your gut. I mean, it's it's everything telling you what's happening. Absolutely. And I think sometimes, you know, when, like you said, you look back and you're like, oh my God, if I had listened to myself, I this would be so different. But like, I feel like, you know, to listen to your gut and to listen to your intuition, like you have to trust yourself and love yourself. And I think so many of us, and like, even for people listening, like so many of us are on that journey of self-love and being like, you know what? This chick's okay. You know what I mean? And we have to be. Right. And that's the thing. Like, the more you take time to manage your energy, the more you take time to drop in and listen to your gut, the more you take time to ground yourself and listen to yourself, the more you kind of build that trust. Right. And then you you do listen to your gut. I'm the same way, though. I look back. I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I knew all of that. You know, I knew I, all of that. Yeah, I feel like sometimes we don't want because we don't want to believe ourselves because mm. we fear the the consequences like oh i'm not going to be with the love of my life anymore even though i know he's cheating and i know it in my heart but i need to just stay there because i i'm afraid of moving forward do you know what i mean i totally do and that's that is the worst like infidelity it just can make you feel crazy because you it's like you're seeing it and you know it but you're just like "Ah, i have to just ignore it and that's that's so hard and that can actually like when we when we ignore things i don't know if this happened for you but when we ignore things and ignore something like screaming inside of us like it can start to affect our health like our physical health did you get sick i you know what i was i had i got very thin but i also um I had psoriasis and it just started, it was like every, it was just so bad. And it was because I, I knew everything I needed to know. And I, you know, I did speak up eventually and I, you know, it all went, I'm not one to keep things in, but I just Mm -hmm. knew I was right. And I knew he was lying and it's like, but I didn't want to leave because I was, that was the love of my life, the father of my children. Mm -hmm. And so I was in this, like this weird, I don't know, this weird bubble that I couldn't, get out of for a while, you know, for a long time. So Mm -hmm. it's so heartbreaking and infidelity is so heartbreaking. We don't want to see that. We don't want to blow up our own lives, you know, even if we know the truth, sometimes it seems just easier to kind of push it down, but it makes sense. It came out in your skin in psoriasis, right? It's like your body started freaking out. And that's like kind of what we were talking about earlier with like, say anxiety or all of those overwhelming feelings, the body starts to be like, whoa, 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 kind of get, get away from you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, my psoriasis again right now is probably as bad as it was then, but then there's always a fucking commercial on every three seconds about psoriasis. Do you have, I'm like, I hate you TV. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even think about it if you just stopped fucking running the commercials. Um, what, so sorry. It, it flares up when you're stressed. Yeah. It's, um, I have my cortisol levels are super high. And then when I have stress and anxiety and, you know, about the unknown and our future, yeah. it's, it's, um, and then I can't stop thinking about it because it's on the TV every second. It's just, mm. it's, uh, it's very frustrating. But keep, keep I keep getting yourself in the present. Keep okay. getting yourself in the present. Do you, well, never mind. I was going to ask you a question, but I'm like, no, that's going into something else. But, but you can but, say whatever you want. No, but you're saying you take, um, also like different medications and stuff like that. Do you think that yeah. your body is reacting to some of those medications? Um, I, that's a great question. Um, I don't think I could live without Xanax. (laughs) 
Um, mm, and yeah, then yeah, I also yeah. have an antidepressant that I take in the morning called Lexapro. Um, and d- I, what does that do? It, calm, it, you, it makes you feel calmer? Yeah. It takes the edge off a little bit. I went, I was on it during my divorce and after one of my children, cause I had postpartum. And then wow. during this COVID, I, ha- I had to go back on it. I was just, um, it, it just takes the edge off. I don't want to be a complete bitch to my kids because yeah. I'm scared to death that we're all going to die. Yeah. Like I need to be responsible and be there and, and calm them down, not make them fear things worse. Mm, yeah. So you love your you know. kids. You you want to be strong. You want to be calm for them. You want to be strong. I am definitely not reading you because you told me not to, but you are not all going to die. <laughs> well, thank God. Brandy, well, I promise you're, you are not all going to die and it's going to be okay. And like, you know, COVID is going to end. Yeah. This will all end. It's it's interesting. Like in the beginning, a lot of people had me on different things wanting to ask me about COVID. When's it going to end? When's it going to end? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. so next question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was like, please don't ask me that because you're not going to like the answer. Because right. And there's no definite date where it's like, and it's done. Yay. Everyone celebrate. It's kind of going to roll out and phase out. But I think at this point, like, especially with your kids, it's like, you can trust yourself. You're not going to lead them to danger, you know, and you guys are going to be okay. And this will end. This is a temporary situation. This is not forever. This is 100% temporary. It really yeah, is. We have, to, yeah, we have to get used. To, I just, we have to figure out a way to get used to living our lives within this with the situation that we're in we can't all just stay home for the rest of our lives but we have to be more careful we have to be more responsible and i think for me i feel like it's going to be like the flu it's probably always going to be there but we're going to be very careful and we're going to have to live with it and i don't know but i'm try- i really am i've been working on being more positive because in the beginning i was a hot mess Oh my God. Well, I think also too, like something I've seen a lot like during this time is like toxic positivity. Have you heard this? Where no, it's like, but I believe in it. <laughs> totally. Where you're just like, and, and that's the thing. It's like, everyone's like, think positive and be positive and positive. And you're just like, whoa, <laughs> like, am I allowed to freaking feel? Like, am I allowed to experience this? Like, even today, like my daughter's starting kindergarten and she's sitting Aww. there like strapped to a Zoom call. I'm like, is it okay? Can I just feel that that fucking sucks right now? And like, let that be okay. It doesn't mean I'm not going to be okay. But I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves to process and that can turn into very toxic positivity. You know, I think feeling and allowing your emotions to come out and come to the surface is really important. That's what we were talking about before. When you're feeling something and you suppress it, you start to create chaos inside the body and and then the body temple starts to come out, right? So sometimes you just have to like let yourself feel or let yourself cry, let yourself feel the feelings and not feel bad about that. It can get really toxic if we're just like constantly, quote, trying to be positive. That doesn't feel genuine, you know? Yeah. My neighbor, um, I told her, I'm like, I actually don't want it. I wanted to go to, she wanted me to go to a Black Lives Matter, um, uh, what do you call it? Protest? Protest with her. Um, And it was obviously a peaceful protest, but I said, listen, I'm afraid right now to be in a giant group. We, you know, we're not supposed to be gathering. And she's like, you can't operate out of fear. And I go, but that's, I can't help the way I feel. And I would love to go with you, but I can't change the fact that I'm fearful of getting 
myself sick and then my children might get sick. I said, right now I just have to operate the way I'm operating and hopefully down the road, I'll feel better about it. But, you know, I have to deal with what I, how I feel. I can't, I can't just be like, oh, it's going to be great. Let's go. Right. You're, you're an intuitive being and you're obviously extremely sensitive. You know what I mean? I mean that in a good way, you know? Right. You're extremely sensitive. And what I feel like when, like we're having this conversation is like your, your kind of path right now is like, what is anxiety and fear? And what is your actual intuition? Right? Like, which one? How do you know which one to listen to? And right there, you were saying like, you know, my mind, my intuition tells me like that doesn't feel like a safe environment. And, you know, it's okay to honor that. Yeah. Now, now I have a question about mm-hmm. when people come to you and they, they have a reading um, and they want to talk to someone specifically, are you always able to connect with the, that specific person or can you... Or not, or like sometimes you just can't. And then how does that work? You know, it really, really depends. Um, So the way that I read, I know a a lot of mediums, you need to give them a first and last name and you have to give them pictures of the person or something to hold, or I don't need any of that. Um, So the way when I open up to read, um, I see the person's kind of start to feel their guides and then over the person's right shoulder, even if I can't see them, I can kind of feel their outline. Um, It will be almost like a door. And then I open the door and kind of I can see who's there and that'll be their loved one who's crossed over. So usually the person that they're hoping to connect with comes through organically. Um, And then towards the end of the reading, if someone's like, oh, I was hoping to hear from someone, I'm like, who? And then they'll say, my grandpa. And if I feel an immediate connection, like a green flag or something like that, I can connect with the grandpa. If I don't, I say no, because I don't ever go fishing in the spirit world. I'm not doing a seance. I'm no, not that would be that scary. No, I, me too. I'm not conjuring anyone up. It has to be authentic or, and organic. It's really, really rare that someone doesn't come through, but it oh, definitely has happened. And I've also had people in spirit tell me, you shouldn't be doing this. I don't believe in mediums and like mad at me and they were, and I, and I'll say like, Hey, can I ask you a question? And they'll be like, sure. I'll be like, so was your grandma super religious? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, like, yeah, she's not super into mediumship, but I do see her and she is in spirit and she's cool, you know? And the person oh. was like, Oh my God, that sounds like my grandma, you know? So oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Different things happen. And each reading is so authentic and organic. It's all unique. And it, it's kind of each person has their their own experience and sometimes someone's guides or angels will talk so much and then the, the readings ending they're like oh, wait I wanted to ask about my cousin so it listen I I you know most of the time people do come through and sometimes people even get shocked at who comes through they're like oh my gosh I haven't thought about him in years you know so yeah. kind of I don't know and if someone doesn't come through it's like they may be busy that day I don't know right or maybe it just wasn't meant to be or maybe like that's they right. weren't supposed to talk to that person at that time that's because right. it just wasn't meant to be and that's why I always honor what spirit brings forward. Because just like you were saying in the beginning of reading, certain things that you hear, you know, you're maybe not meant to hear. Um, it's the same thing. I allow people to ask questions in a reading. And if someone asks me a question and I don't hear an answer, I literally go, I don't know. And if they're like, what? But can you ask again? I'm like, I don't know. I'll never, ever say anything that I don't hear very, very clearly. But is it is it that you do sometimes hear things that you don't want to share? No, 
I tell them everything. Now, it's me. It's Erica. And I'm a super positive person. So right. it's not like I'm in a trance. It's me. So yeah. if I see something weird, for an example, like if I see someone in a fender bender, I won't be like, <gasps> an accident is coming, you know, (laughs) it won't be like that, but it may be like, Hey, do you notice you're not paying attention when you're driving? And then they're like, yeah, I'm like, are you texting while you're driving? And it's like, yeah, it's like, Hey, listen, you know, like your guides or your angel is really blocking for you and kind of protecting you around the car. But at some point, you you know, you have to stop texting because that can lead to blank. Right. So it's going to be in a positive way. I don't deliver quote, scary messages. Um, Oh, that's good. I did have like a crazy experience one time that almost put me off mediumship forever. Do you want me to tell you what happened? I really do. So I had um, a woman contact me. This was years, years ago. And she wanted me to come to her house to surprise her husband for his birthday. They were going to get a joint reading. And I was like, oh my God, such a cool gift. Got to their house sat down at their dining table and I could kind of see into their kitchen. And I saw a picture like, you know, when you go to a funeral and there's a pamphlet and there's like a picture of the person on the front of the pamphlet and inside it has like the service or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. In my mind, I saw that pamphlet on their their fridge. You know, it was kind of like through the door. I could kind of see their fridge and I saw a pamphlet with a boy's, you know, a young man's picture on it. And Mm -hmm. I saw that this was, you know, a young guy and this was his funeral pamphlet or whatever you call them. Right. Um, So we sat down, we started doing the reading and I was like, yeah, I I know that you lost a son because I felt like that's Mm -hmm. why they called me here. They lost their son. And they were like, "Uh, we have three sons and no, we didn't lose a son. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, you, you're not mourning your son. And they said, no. And I was like, okay. And so when when I'm reading for someone and someone tells me no, it kind of closes that door for me. Yeah, of course. Because it's like, it's scary and you don't want to upset anyone. No. And also when someone says no, it's not my job to start to, like open, come on, Digging. you know, that no, yeah. no, this is supposed to be a mutual, you know, experience. And three days later, they called me and they said, oh, no. hey, you were here for a reading. Um, you asked us about our son who passed. We have three sons None of them passed. Um, but last night, our son was in a hunting accident and he accidentally shot himself. Oh, my God. And they were like, we feel that you somehow knew. Can you come back and talk to us? And sh- shot himself and died? And died. <gasps> oh, oh, I just got the chills all over my body. Yeah. And I read for them many, many, many times after that. They are a beautiful family, lovely people. And the one who crossed over is lovely. He's a great guy. I talked to him many, many times and was able to help them. But during that, you know, day or so, I was like, what the fuck just happened? You know, And, and, and I just kept asking my guides why. And they said, you know, Erica, like you're a powerful medium. So you came in and you, you know, time is such an illusion. So you knew you kind of saw yourself back there. Yeah. And back reading for them again. But it wasn't your job to stop his karma or his path or his passing. That was That's not your job as a medium. But I kind of stumbled into a little bit of a time warp there. So that was... That was well, plus it was so close within the time that you were reading. It was three that days it later. Happened. Yeah. yeah. So 
I, I mean, that's just, I mean, do you think, so you're not supposed to intervene, but if somebody asked you to, if they were like, what do you mean? What do you think? What's going to happen? Could you delve in further? If or is that just not for you? If it was meant. So I have oh. surrendered in many ways to like the white light and to spirit. I know that sounds so weird. Like it sounds like uh, super spooky. It's not. That's what I was saying in the beginning of this reading. Like I moved through the darkness, through the hauntings and connected with the higher vibrational light beings, spirit guides, angels, all of that love, all of the love from the ancestors. And that's really where I focus. I allow them to bring forward messages. So if it's meant and they bring it forward, then so be it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. I, I don't know. I only get what they give me and I have to just stay with that. Like my number one goal as a medium is just truthfulness, honesty, bring forward what I truly hear and nothing more, nothing less. So I don't know. It's whatever comes up. And I <laughs> I have tried to gamble. I don't know why that's coming out of my mouth, but I've tried. <laughs> let's, let's play the lottery. <laughs> totally. And it doesn't. No, I, I did it with... Um, fantasy football for my husband. And it's like, <laughs> every pick I picked was like the worst pick there was. So like, I've tried and Spirit's like, come on, Erica. Like, we're, not, we're not letting you do that. Yeah, but in low, that moment, low level, low level, Erica, come on, come I'd on. Right. You know? I'd, I'd try that for sure. I'd be like, let's get the money out of this. Um, but really quickly, in that moment that you said you might like, that you were maybe going to not ever do mediumship again, did you have a feeling of guilt? I'm just curious. Yeah. 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 Why didn't you tell me? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you tell me? Tell me yeah. to tell them, hey, this guy, this is a, there's something going on with him. You know, why didn't you tell me? Why did, and it's just like, that's not why you were there. And I think the psychic part of it came because it's almost like I saw myself there looking at that picture in a couple days or whenever I went back. I can't remember the exact time. This was years ago, but he did die like three days later. I don't remember how long it was till I went back in, but I was sensing that I wasn't there to change this guy's entire karma or theirs. Or you, you know? were just there to help with the after the the after fact and yes. All right. Oh, gosh, and, and, I, that would fuck with me for. The, I don't know that I'd be okay. I would. I probably would have been in a straitjacket after that. No, <laughs> I think no, seriously. I, no, I think you're stronger than you're giving yourself credit for. I think I. Ah. I don't think so. I think that you're a sensitive spirit. I think you're right on that edge of finding where your power is and where your intuition is. I really yeah. do. I think you've already done it, and I think you're even going further with it. And I think. I don't think you'd be in a straitjacket. I really don't. Because you're right there, Brandy. Like if you move through that fear, you're going to get to the good stuff. It's yeah. kind of like going on like a hike and stopping before you see the summit. You know what I mean? Like you're right yeah. there to where there's all there. You're so protected. You have angels around you. You have guides around you. You have loved ones that love you. There's so much light. There is so much light and positive energy around you. Really. Yeah. Well, that that <laughs> that makes me feel good because you know sometimes <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, it's it's it can be difficult. You know, I I say it's an inside job because I get in my own head and I like my dad. I, I build things into things that they're not, and you know, of course, I'm operating out of you know fear and sometimes loneliness, and you know, I am very. I feel very happy that you said that because I needed, you know, you just, sometimes you need that little boost to, oh, to totally. know that you're protected. These people are around you and that 
you are a good person. I mean, I know I'm a good person, but mm-hmm. sometimes good people say fuck. But <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> That's well, I say that a lot. Like whenever I yeah, talk I to it. people or do videos and stuff, I'm like, I am 100. Please, I'm 100 working on everything I'm talking about. Nothing I'm saying. I'm like, and I've mastered it, and I am now a Buddha. Like. No, yeah. I'm working on everything I'm saying, but, but yeah, y- you are. And, and I think, you know, believing that and knowing that you are worthy of love and trust and all those things, you're, you're doing it, but it's easy. It's yeah. our mind goes super, super dark really easily, but you can always choose, always choose the other thought, always choose to look at things from the other way as well, you know? Oh, well, that the message is so nice, and we all—I was talking about what a big deal you were before we called you, so everyone knows. And your voice is like—I don't need Xanax tonight. I'm good. <laughs> like it really is very like calming. I'm like I'm like usually I'm tensed up like when I'm stressed out. Like I, you know, you clench your butt cheek all day because you're so yeah. stressed. Yeah. Like I'm calm right now, and I—I I, there's no medication in me. So but this is very nice. It's been lovely. Oh my god, I've had so much fun talking to you. You can call me anytime if you want human Xanax. I like it. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Perfect. <laughs> well, oh, thank yeah. you so much for Aww. being here, and have a beautiful weekend. Weekend, and just you know, uh, you probably will hear from me. Oh, anytime. It was an honor to be with you. I loved talking to you. Thank you so much for trusting me to come on your show. Truly. Oh my gosh. Thank you. All right, babe. Have a good one. God bless. Thank you. Good news, Ryan. What? Tell me. I love her. <laughs> Isn't she the sweetest lady? Her voice itself is like Xanax it's in a like voice. the most relaxing thing. Like, I just want tapes of her talking. I know. Just I can like, meditate to her voice. Yeah. Yeah. And she says fuck. So I really like her. <laughs> Would you want fuck in the meditation? Obviously. <laughs> it calms me down. It's my favorite. One of my favorite words. I now like the C word, but a lot of people are still like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to make it. A mainstream word. <laughs> That's my plan. I think you're, you're doing it. You're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it. Um, all right. So did you watch the reunion last night? I did. I did. I watched it. And was your favorite part? Where's Brandy? Where's Brandy? Yeah, where's Brandy? <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part. I, I love it. And where were you? <laughs> I was uh, canceled morning of, but I understood it and it was fine. And it kind of shows me now it was a little more Denise than I thought it was. So what do you mean by that? Well, Denise said, would you really think that I would allow her yeah. to be here? Oh, I know. Didn't you think it's your show? Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Uh, she, she's really filling herself. Yeah. I mean, it was she did not look great in in that that whole thing. And she Are you way- talking? I, we don't want to talk people for their looks. Oh, I'm not saying physically. I'm just oh, saying okay. I'm, I'm not- like, that's a little mean. <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm just saying like she just didn't come off well, is what I'm saying. Well, no, she didn't because she's lying. You yeah. know, like and the way she, her posture and this weird head down and the smirk, like the whole time, was like so kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's evil. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's funny to me how, and I hope that I never have to talk about this again after today because I'm done with it. Really? Um, it's just funny to me how she said she doesn't know me. Yeah, at all I know. <laughs> and how many times do you do did you guys actually meet? Did do you have a number? Because it wasn't a lot, but I mean, we talked all the time. She tried to meet up with me about a hundred times. Yeah. And I made up excuses because I didn't, I wanted to go to dinner with her, but I didn't want her to come to my house. Yeah. I, I actually just remember like, you saying that. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I just don't like her in that way. But 
she said that she didn't know me and she also said that she didn't know Heather Locklear. Yeah. And it's a very it's very convenient not to know the people that are saying bad things about you. Yeah. I, I was hoping that it, they were gonna get into that more, but she some who was it, Lisa? I can't she just said Google it. So the whole Heather Locklear thing. So I'm gonna hit Google. Yeah, hit Google. <laughs> Basically, um Denise claims that she didn't know Heather, which is just Yeah. She doesn't know me. She doesn't know Heather. It's very convenient. <laughs> but there's all these photos of like clearly like having a good time with people. I mean, it's just like, I don't. I mean, I guess, you know, it's Denise's show, except she's not doing it anymore. She's like, I, do you think I would allow her to be here? I that know. really, really pissed me off. I could, it's, because, yeah. I mean, ultimately, I wasn't allowed to be there. <laughs> but um, it's like, bitch, you've done two seasons. Mm-hmm. I did at least four or five. And. She's like, she's not a part of this group or this show. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. It's I so know half of those demeaning. girls better. It's, it's such a, a, a rude thing to say. Yeah. And who the fuck does she think she is? Yeah. She's Denise fucking Richards. <laughs> so she yeah. is. All right. So that's the end on that. And um, I don't ever want to talk about it again. Wait, can I say one thing? Yeah. <laughs> Since we're still Since here. We're okay. <laughs> you can say one more thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, because... Um, it's, I thought it was interesting that they asked Aaron to make an appearance. Uh, well, he on, was like the, the seventh housewife. I mean, he was <laughs> always showing up. Yeah. Um, and he or, or Denise didn't allow him. Maybe. I don't know. Situ- <laughs> we don't know <laughs> the situation. But like, I also didn't like I'm worried about that relationship. Oh, me too. You know, like when he under his breath said, I'm going to crush your hand. It's scary. Yeah. If a guy ever said that to me, I would be like. Yeah, I don't know. And then she changed her story really quick. She changed her story about the hooker. Yep. She said, I brought food out to the car for the hooker and Thanksgiving. I didn't want her not to eat. And yeah. then she's like, well, I let her come in the house. And we, you know, she was wearing some pajamas or something. Yeah. And I was like, I just, I, I mean, it really is mm-hmm. shocking. Like, you, I just wouldn't be, I, I can't be a liar because I would never be able to keep track of my lies. Well, she's having a hard time. <laughs> Very hard. Like her, the stories are always changing. It does feel that way. It's yeah. just, it's shocking to me. But, you know, it's those delusional people that make the best housewives. They really do. Like mm. Ramona. Like, I love mm. her, but she lives in her own world. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's shocking. And I had one more thing to say on the subject. Okay. Wait, what was it? Oh, it's going to be good. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> no, not if I don't remember. <laughs> oh, this is what I have to say. Okay. <laughs> so she's said way worse things about me than I've said about her. She says I harassed her. She said oh, that yeah. I'm unstable. Yeah. That I'm a drunk. Like that is if I if I was a suing person, it's that's true. actually defamation of character. She's like I harassed her. Like. What it, yeah, I wonder what she thinks that or what was she speaking of there? Like what I don't I, think if you it, if you accuse someone of this, like at least maybe give a, an example. I want her to show her text, please. Yeah, I know. But then every time she said they said, just show your text, she was like, Rinna, do you I, want me to show your text? Yeah. Deflects. Oh, I thought that there that dynamic is insane right now. And, I know. And like and the fact that Denise is literally threatening Rena. Yeah. And she keeps saying, Are you threatening me again? And I'm just like, Oh my God. She is. <laughs> like, yes, yes, she is. She is. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I mean, it was just all sorts of shocking. Yeah. But whatever. Um, it is what it is. And it's over and done. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All, all right. right. I mean, 
I still need to find this interview that you did. No! I can't find it? No, I, I told you no. It is the worst <laughs> lighting I've ever seen in my life. It, I, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, all right. You can read it. Oh, I can read it? Yeah, I sent oh. you the link to read it. No, you didn't. Oh. Send me the link. I'll send you the link. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Death is real. Death is good. Death is sometimes <laughs> understood. Death will happen to all of us. <laughs> Be a trooper. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Up. I don't even know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <sighs> wow. I can't. When you start to laugh, you make me laugh. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.